fly. Look. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Go for it. What are we talking about? I guess I'll just throw a little intro out there just in case we actually use any of this stuff. But uh, Perry and I just been hanging out, chit-chatting. And so uh, since it's kind of, you know, everybody's kind of in quarantine and lockdown and hopefully listening to podcasts, specifically Movies by Minutes podcast. Yeah. We uh, we just figured let's um, let's hit the record button, throw a little Marine Corps Movie Minute coronavirus special out there. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Just maybe chit-chat about some random topics. And anybody that listens to our show knows that uh, we that there's plenty of opportunity for us to go down rabbit hole. So it, it might start as one thing, and it might end up as about car crashes or how Herbie Lovebug was really quite in love with Lindsay Lohan or whatever, you know, so, you know. Well, <laughs> that's rousing endorsement. You breathing in, getting ready. <laughs> that's not exactly the first topic I was going to go for. <laughs> Usually it takes us a while to meander stuff like that. but No, um, it doesn't. Not Well, yeah, but you, what they don't know is that we've already been meandering. Yeah, we've actually already been having the... Uh, um, what you what you shooting a gun back there? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no! I'm I'm sitting in my office chair and uh, I had me some gin. I'm lighting me a little uh, apple scented candle, and uh, yeah, I'm getting right with Jesus right now. Well, um, let's see. <laughs> another breath. <laughs> I literally got nothing. This, this is a bad idea. <laughs> oh. This well, yeah, because because we were t- we were talking <laughs> in the green room earlier about a more serious <laughs> subject, so we figured, you know what, let's just hit uh, record, yeah, and shoot the shit a little bit. Uh, now that we now that we got an audience, <laughs> we got nothing to say. <laughs> we we've already we yeah, give us a few minutes, folks. We're gonna get spun back up. So, Batman versus Superman. What are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fine. You want to do this now? Fuck it, we'll do it live. Okay. I haven't watched it in a little bit, little bit, but um, I, I have opinions. I I know you do, and uh, I love the movie, and I don't differ so much from your opinions. Um, however, the Martha thing was dumb. <laughs> I'll acknowledge that. It, that's an easy one to acknowledge. Uh, but I I love the Batman versus Superman. I love the whole um. So you love the guy who's supposed to be all about hope going to ask the crazy person for help the most aggressively way possible and just slamming him into the fucking ground. Hey, I mean, I'm asking you for help. <laughs> yeah. So here's, here's my thing. I think that that could have been done differently and I think it would have been done better and it would have made more sense. I think if Superman had beat the fuck out of Batman at the beginning, told him to stop and then when the bat signal went back up and he went to go ask for help, if Batman had been able to beat the shit out of Superman at that point, I think story-wise it probably would have made more sense. And even with the the kryptonite grenades and the spear and all the other stuff, I think that that would have probably made more sense um, as far as the story goes. If Listen, brother, if I needed your help, I wouldn't go and punch you in the chest. <laughs> That's my point. Like, <laughs> nope, I got you. Listen. I, I got it, but I, I think I understood. Uh, so when the first Superman, when Man of Steel came yeah. out. Sorry, not to cut ahead. you off. No, nope. Let's start from the beginning. Let's let's yeah. talk about Man of Steel. 
because yeah. that I think it's hard to say on where I fall on on that. I think you you legitimately like that one, correct? Oh, I absolutely love that movie because I saw what they were trying to do with it, right? So when you saw you couldn't you can't make in today's day you couldn't make a superhero movie that's grounded unless you make it grounded like Christopher Reeve Superman now wouldn't fly from a nostalgia standpoint yes but from a business standpoint no because well, you would believe a man could fly well I did and, and when I saw when I saw Man of Steel I did and I actually liked um, Brandon Routh Superman I thought it was a really good one by comparison but that was I, I'm trying to remember the timeline but I think that one came out before Iron Man and Iron Man and yeah that uh, did it did it came out before like uh in Batman dark begins. Night. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So those. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you. Oh, so yeah. So those movies really did start. And no, yeah, that's right. Because uh, Batman Begins came out after Iron Man. No, no. Batman Begins came out before Iron Man. Iron Man oh. and Dark Knight. Uh, I'm sorry. Iron Man and Dark Knight came out the same year, 2008. Okay. That's why I defer to you for comic book knowledge. And to me, I mean, just to show my hand as much as dark Knight was great. I prefer mm -hmm. Batman begins and Iron Man was the better movie that year, even though uh, dark Knight got all the praise. Yeah. Well, mainly because Heath Ledger, you know, with, if he did with the, right. yeah, the Dodo. Yeah. I mean, it was, a, it is a good movie. It's legitimately oh, it's, good. It's an incredible movie. And I wish Heath Ledger would have, but if he had, another. yeah, me too, because I, I mean, I, we, I like him and other stuff, but if he hadn't passed away, I don't think he gets near the, I, uh, it probably get about a little bit about the same treatment that Iron Man got. Iron Man was a surprise hit. Yeah. You know, Iron Man was great because it ground, it tried to ground. No, uh, oh, by the way, and it's probably not a popular theory, but, uh, or a, a, a position as far as threatening jokers, Jared Leto's Joker is probably the most threatening Joker I think I've ever, I think I've ever seen. All right, you've just lost all your credibility right now. No, I didn't say he was a good one. I said threatening, because he was legitimately fucking crazy. He wasn't entertaining. He wasn't like Joaquin Phoenix's Joker was pretty good, from from a different standpoint. But as far as like like comic book character style, like the fit, but Jared Leto's Joker, I think no matter how he was written. How are you performing? I think he was the most threatening because he was the most unpredictable. The stuff that you would expect him to do, he didn't do. The stuff that you thought he might do, he uh, may or may not have done. I'm glad that they didn't keep him. I'm glad that yep. he didn't stay around. But as far as like the the threat level, like I liked Alien versus Predator, the the second one, right? Because it was it may have been a shit movie. To me, that had redeeming factors that made specific characters scary again, like the aliens, right? So, to me, uh, Jared Leto's Joker was the most threatening. He wasn't entertaining. He wasn't kooky. He wasn't charismatic. He was just creepy, scary. Um, Heath Ledger's Joker was entertaining, but he was also um, he was he was crazy, but he wasn't like a threatening crazy. He was like a Super uber libertarian, like uh, I just want to do it to see what happens. Crazy, like he, you know, yeah, he, somebody dies, that's cool too. But I, I just want to pull this trigger and find out, you know, I might die, you might die. Yeah, 
it's all just, like chaos theory. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Yeah, and you know that that's probably the best phrase for that movie right there. Sorry, I wanted to kind of touch base on a few things you said. Mm-hmm. I mean, first off, I'm glad you brought up the Nolan, uh, you know, Batman and and all that because mm-hmm. that that plays so heavily onto the whole uh, Man of Steel's Batman versus Superman. But mm-hmm. that being said, um, you know, you you mentioned you didn't think the Christopher Reeve Superman would work nowadays. And and I and to a point I agree. It would be harder to make it work. You'd yeah. I didn't think Thor was gonna work until they did it, right? Like you gotta well, get a really good writer to really they, make it make sense. Well, there you go. Get a really good writer <laughs> and get a good director <laughs> that can handle material. You know yeah. what the same stuff was said about Captain America. And I, I can't because all right, there, you know, when Captain America was announced, they were like, Oh, like first off, he's a boy scout and he's a goody two shoe. Same crap they give Superman, right? Right. Yep. Yep. All right. And then not only that, they're like, oh, you know, nobody in another country is going to want to watch Captain America. It's too jingoistic and blah, blah, blah. I mean, yes, everybody loves Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr., but you cannot argue that Chris Evans as Captain America in those movies isn't, is not one of the like most popular superhero of all oh, time now. They're you know? incredible. Hands down. Yeah, the, they they did great movies with him, mm-hmm. and then he was great in the uh, the, the team up movies. Yeah, well, I'll, I will say this though: those movies, the Marvel Cinematic movies, have the benefit of not having anything to compare it to in the last two or three decades. There's never been an Iron Man movie. There's never been a Captain America. Well, within the last several years. <laughs> Watch what you say, because there's been a couple of them, and they're terrible. Yeah, nobody yes, remembers them. Yeah, exactly. But that's what, the thing. Nobody remembers them. Well, within the last several decades. Well, there there was what? The, the 70s TV movies that were really just pilots for a show that never happened, and they're garbage. Right. Um, and then there was the 1990 um ended up being direct to video was meant to be in the theater direct to video movie, oh, which again is garbage, but yeah, nobody saw it. No kind of I mean, vaguely remember. Yeah. Nobody kinda like going the, to kind of like the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie. Exactly. Although that actually was, that was a fairly decent low budget action movie, which is why it always killed me where it's like, why can't they get the Punisher right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy. The only thing missing from the Lundgren one, it was a little silly because it was low budget. And it was like the late eighties, early nine. It was like 89. But yeah. if they just threw the damn skull on his on his uh, would have been black body would have been suit, it would have been perfect. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know. But that being said, okay. So one of the things I wanted to say about the whole Superman thing is, and this is not my, I don't know where I got this from, so I can't give it credit where credits due. But they were kind of saying that like the the super all right Superman, Christopher Reeve Superman Clark Kent especially because Clark Kent is really like gee golly you know mm-hmm. gosh yep. Lewis you know uh, goofy guy part of the reason why I like Brendan Ralph so much well right because I mean he was literally doing that same version yeah but but what they did is they here's the seventies right what happened in this like look at any seventies cinema it's all grimy dirty and depressing right like. You know, the taxi drivers, everything just makes you feel bad. Chinatown. Like, like yeah. they may be well, they may be good movies, 
but so much in the seventies is just so fucking depressing, you yeah. know, like probably carrier from the sixties. Yeah. So here you go. Now you got Superman who's basically acting like a 1950s, you know, Wally and Beaver, right? Yep. In the seventies. And, and the whole point is like, does Superman still have a place in this dirty, nasty, grimy seventies, you know, yeah. whatever. And then come to find out, Yes, he fucking does because he's yep. great. You know, yep. I mean that movie. I could just name the movie's well done, and and even though people shit on the sequel because it gets a little silly, Superman two is awesome. Like, oh, I love Superman two. I think it's probably the reason why they did the Man of Steel as Superman two because they actually gave him some appropriate villains. So, you know, okay, so then you flash forward, you know, we could skip over the other ones, but then you flash forward to, to Brandon Ralph, and they really just tried to do the same character, but they didn't really update it, update it too much. Yeah. So now you flash forward to Man of Steel, and this is post-Nolan's Dark Knight, where they treated superheroes serious, but nobody's looking at those Batman movies and going, wow, these are fun movies. <laughs> like, like they're, there's they're maybe dark. one or two... Right, there's one or two funny lines, but they're they take themselves so fucking serious. Yeah. So, all right, so there's that. And then so they're like, "Well, how do we capture that but with Superman?" I will say some of their Okay, before I get into it. Now, I think they could have not gone as dour and depressing as The Dark Knight and still done a serious take on Superman because yeah. there's a couple things that that stand out to me first off i'm used captain america as an example and also the christopher reeve superman so i talked about how superman in that 70s movie was a man out of time right he was a man from the 50s in the dirty 70s captain america he's a man from the 40s in a more innocent time now he's thrust into the 2000s um, the 2000s and and again they modernized him quite well you know like yeah like you said, you, it's just they got good writers and they got a good actor and they got good directors and they got a good producer and all that good stuff. So it's doable. So they, they could have done, they could have done a, they don't have to be as blatantly Wally and Beaver as they, um, in, in the year 2000 and what, what, 14 or 15, whatever, whenever, whenever, yeah. I don't know when Man of Steel came out. It doesn't matter. So they didn't have to go that goofy, but they could have the whole okay, so the whole movie is they try to be take it serious like like the Dark Knight Nolan trilogies trilogy. But at the same time they talk about how Superman stands for hope. So it's clearly like they're they're they they realize that they have a character that's supposed to be brighter and and but they never truly show him being that hope. You know what I mean? It's always he's always depressed. I mean, I watched Smallville, and I see, I like the take that they were doing. It's like, so how do you make a guy who's basically a god sent to Earth? And of right. course, this is the problem, too, with everybody wants to parrot what was done in the Superman, the motion picture, because, you know, that was, they had a lot of Christ allegories in that, right? Yeah. So they keep, they keep doing it. They keep doing it. It's like, like they yeah. did it in, in Superman Returns, and they did it in Man of Steel. Like, they, they just, like, first off, Take it, try a new take on him. But okay, that that being said, he's he's um, he's sent to Earth. You know, it's a god on Earth. How do you make who's basically invulnerable? And is and is the only guy who can fight him is a ball guy 
who owns super smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so, so what do you do? Right. And, and, I mean, this is their thought, I guess. And, and one of the things that they decided to do is, you know, make him feel like he's doesn't belong. Maybe he's an orphan, you know, right. like, I mean, he's got a family, but once he realizes where he is and, and Smallville, I think did a really good job of that in those first few seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, even when it was Dawson Creek meets Superman, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty but, much. But they did a good job with that. Like, I love that take on it. Like, like as a kid, I read the death of Superman novel and it took a lot from the, um, John Byrne, Man of Steel miniseries. And it took a lot from uh, obviously the death of Superman storyline, which, you know, some people say was garbage, but that book was well-written and it really got into the fact that he's not Superman. He's not Kal-El. He's Clark Kent. Um, Smallville got into that a lot. And I think this movie man of steel tried to do that as well too. Yeah, I mean, mostly, I, I mostly. Get, I yeah, I get what they were trying to do with the um with the world building. I mean, you're creating somebody that's trying to fit in in a world that nobody understands him or his abilities, and he's trying not to use them. and 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 I appreciate that. Uh, it, I'm not going to argue with a lot of your points, man. They're they're strong points, and I get it. And I think they were probably a lot of them were misexecuted. Um, yeah, there's some a lot of good stuff in Man of Steel. I think it was poorly executed. You know, I actually like the buildup and, and, and I like some of the flashback yeah. of when they try of Smallville. If they would have made him a little bit more dorky, but he was always like a kid, like again, man, and I'm, I'm fighting against my own cause here, but when you, when you look back in the way the movie was done, right. And you've got all these people in Smallville, Kansas going, Holy shit. Super Superman looks a lot like that fucking kid down the road. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't even mind the dorkiness of it. Like I just, I, I don't know. It's like, he's like, everything is so sad and, and, and depressing. Well, okay. You kind of get that. Like, when you do the when they do the flashback to show how he got some of his powers or make right. the world small and focus and that's you know okay i appreciate that like that was well done i like some of that stuff but i mean i'm gonna end up just saying what a lot of people have already said before and i'll just unfortunately be parroting him it's but it's just like he's supposed to be the beacon of hope and and being superman is a burden to him and and it's i, I don't even I don't even know where to begin because it's like, I like, I like the actor, right? Oh, Henry Cavill's awesome, man. I like everything, just about everything he's ever been in. Yeah. Have you ever seen him in, in an interview? Have you ever seen him in other uh, movies? He's uh, a charming motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Superman, Superman is a charming motherfucker. Right. Clark Kent, <laughs> Clark Kent is, is Superman with just a fucking tie on. And the thing is, I could even get the old Ventures of Superman TV show. Superman was a nice guy. Clark Kent was an asshole. <laughs> if you ever watched it, he was always like, he, he was, he was, he didn't take shit from nobody. He wasn't a dork. He was like, he was an investigative journalist. He would yell at Jimmy and tell him to kiss his mom and good night and go to bed because he was bugging him. No. Uh, yeah. Like, but, but Superman's like, ha, 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 I'll take care of that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, so, his hair. <laughs> I mean, I almost like I like the way the movie starts off. I like the flashback, blah blah blah. But once he becomes Superman, he should have kind of took on more of that charming. Now, one of the things I don't like about what they did with the movie is I like the fact that he's he's Clark Kent first. He is Kal El by birth, but he is Clark Kent 
they, I mean, they, they it's funny because they have it both ways because they hint at it at the end when they're like, I'm from Kansas. So he basically just tells the government where he's from. So that's stupid. Yeah. But he's like, I'm from <laughs> Kansas. I'm about as American as we get. Okay. Yeah. I like that. But I mean, that was supposed to be funny. And I like that because he's like, yeah, he should be like red blooded, you know, American. American. Yep. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, uh, Midwestern American, whatever. Totally get that. But at the same time, they keep treating him like he's got this destiny. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Okay, like I like the whole beginning with with uh, Russell Crowe and that mm-hmm. crazy world that they had. And if they kept it a little more crazy like that, the whole yeah. movie. I liked, made... I liked, I actually, I really liked the, the old or the new take on Krypton. Yes, so did I. But the one thing I didn't like is, all right, also I have, I'll just end this argument right here why this movie's stupid. What's with the penis fucking phantom zone? The what? <laughs> oh, you go ahead and go fucking pull up YouTube right oh, now. Oh, oh, you're talking about when they get, oh, yeah. All the flying yeah. penises go up into the air. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's what silly. the fuck was that? I mean, they were literally dildos flying up into the air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that was silly. Yeah, that like, was. Okay. Uh, and, yeah. and, and the whole codex thing. And now I understand that's part of that's kind of like from the comics. It's like. Krypton was a society that was like very sterile and they did everything scientists and blah, right. blah, blah. But they're, since they're, they, but they changed it a lot from that sterile look, but they still kept the coat. But the whole thing is like, or again, and I'm even cool with the fact that Superman, if they want to do this, that he was a natural birth, first natural birth, I can get that. But the whole codex, and he basically just commits mass genocide against his own people. Yeah. He kills the codex. I mean, him snapping the neck of the people is one thing, uh, of of the of the of Zod is one thing. I just think they should have just not ever put him in that situation. Like, I, the I writer should have never put him in that situation. I, I don't. A, I don't have a problem with him snapping Zod's neck. I get that. Um, I understand the reason why. I can. I make peace. The Codex was that was a weird one because it was it was a hanging thread. Where it was like, yep, yeah, you were the savior of your people. Um, we couldn't be a part of this anymore. We're going to send you and uh, off to this other world so you can save our race to grow. And then nothing's ever done with it, other than Zod wanting to steal it back out of his body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stealing it, and then his time was like, well, Krypton had its time. You know what? That would have made more sense if you found out that Krypton was truly an evil society or something, and that he was like, no, their time is done. It is time for a new beginning and blah, blah, blah. Then it might be a little more satisfying. It just, you're right. It just kind of went nowhere. It didn't make a lot of sense. Or I mean, even it just, just like recaptured Candor and just like, you know, rebuild it and then just shrunk it. Anything, anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah that would have been something that would have been yeah. not comics, but that would have been. That would have been a long way to go. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, look at look at it. Just a sh- few short years later, I mean, you had Iron Man put in hints of other things, like so that. I mean, it really wasn't. I don't know. I mean, the fact that they killed Jonathan Kent for the dumbest reason ever. You know, it's just. I I'm I'm a person that that his parents are what gave him his his not 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 Jorel Jorel's only thing. In the story, at this point, it's biological, and to send his ass with some information in a in a plane. After that, Superman. So, all right, Superman is the sum of the parts of of all this, right? But 
but Superman is a good dude, not because of genetics. He's a good dude because his parents raised him right and right. instilled responsibility into him. I mean, he's just a good guy. Well, and, I don't... And, and, who has real everyday emotions just like everybody else. And oh, and by the way, he also has to, he always has to walk a tightrope because he could kill you just by breathing on you. Yeah. No, I don't have a problem with how they killed um, John Kent. Oh um, my God, I hate it. I hate well, it. Well, no, listen, that, well, yeah, so how they did it, but the fact that they killed him, I didn't have a problem with. I didn't, I didn't mind the fact either that it was shortly after an argument that he had with his dad about, the, I think that that guilt, I think is probably some of the two, or some of the reason too, where, well, he's younger, you know, and, you know, we've been young. And he, yeah, so okay, but, all right, but he's not Peter Parker. That's the problem. Peter Parker did everything out of guilt because he, his uncle died because he didn't stop the robber when he could have. He had the power, he had the ability. It was his responsibility to do it. He chose not to because of anger and youth and, and all that. So now he feels guilty. So Spider-Man does what he does. Oh, no, no. Out of, I, don't, out of guilt. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think that Superman does what he does out of guilt. I think he does it feel he feels an obligation, but I think there's that, that feeling of that you've had this uh, missed opportunity, you know, like we, you know, the last, the last conversation you had with your father uh, was right before he gets sucked up into a, crazy ass tornado yeah, but the thing is he could have saved all right the, uh, the whole all he right could have he could have the whole thing i, I, it's I like, think it's where he i think it's where he learned sacrifice like the idea that that that's where sacrifice comes from is doing something you you can know you know you can do something you know you, what what are you giving up what are you what are you going to destroy because you can do something should you do something no, so he's dead well sorry i don't mean to cut you off no but it's like, fine his dad, while it was protecting his identity, that's right. what it was. That was the sacrifice. He was protecting his son. Because, okay, first off, it's just, it's poor film, it's for, poor filmmaking, but it's also poor writing. All right. Mm. If, the, the, let's go back to the, the original Superman, right? Okay. His dad dies of a heart attack. They're yeah. in the middle of nowhere. He can't yeah. fly yet. He can run yeah. fast. But yeah. his dad dies of a heart attack, right? Right. And what does he say? All these powers, and I couldn't save them. He learns a lesson right there. Well, I he think can't, he can't save everybody. I think there's also too the same lesson that may may or may not be implied. And I, yeah, I think as far as the writing goes, I think that the same the same conversation probably should have been had, where he says like, "Hey, look, uh, I had all these powers. I could have saved him. He told me no, and and then explain it, but they didn't." And because you're you're absolutely right. Like some of the story, it's implied in certain ways where you have to you have to create these uh, off-screen connections to make it make sense. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like they, <laughs> so I, Kevin, I, I see what they were trying to. I see what they were trying yeah. to do with the first movie, and uh, and, and again, it's it's it's. It, it, yeah, man. I got. I, listen, I, there's some, some arguments, man. I just I'm not gonna be able to make strong ones. <laughs> you, you're gonna win. <laughs> um, but, you know, but you know what's funny about about that Man of Steel movie? I think if I if you if you ask me honestly, mm. I could honestly go. I don't think I like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I liked it. I liked it for reasons that I, I, like when he was learning how to fly. Well, well, that's what I was gonna get to. If you ask me, like, if, I, if I'm being honest with myself and to the, to the listeners and to you, 
Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I like the movie. But if, when it comes on like TNT, right? Yeah. And I don't have anything to do and it's I'm like just flipping through, I'm like, "Oh, Man of Steel." You know, I'll watch it. And I and I put it on. First and foremost, I love Superman. Oh. I mean, he's t- he's top 3 of my favorite characters. You know, it's at this point it's Spider-Man. I mean, this is no particular order. It's Captain America, it's Spider-Man, it's Superman. Superman and Spider-Man have always been my two favorites, hands down, you know. So I love Superman, so I give the movie huge pass just because it's Superman. You know, even ba- like they said, bad Superman is better than no Superman. Well, I don't know, man. That Nick Cage Superman would have been a rough sell. You and I both might have been motherfucker in that movie for a while. I probably would, and I and we'd be motherfuckering it right now on the on the podcast. What but the hell was up with that suit? <laughs> I guarantee I probably would have owned it still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably still. He's had multiple copies. <laughs> I, you know, so, but I, you're right. When he when he learns to fly, I like that. I like the score. I like it's not the it's not the um, one of the best scores ever. Uh, is I the, love that John score, Williams. man. Yeah, especially the 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 last song, the 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 last one where yeah yeah the, the closing credits one. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's really good. I I want to me, I want something a little more like uplifting, like the original one. But but it's a good. I mean, it is good. I mean, there. Um, I like some of the fighting. Uh, the CGI gets way too much. Yeah. Um, I mean, I understand you're trying to show that they're fast and it would be a knockdown drag out for real. But the CGI gets a little wonky. Um, I'd rather them slow it down and let me see what's going on. And I just have to pretend <laughs> that yeah. they're moving at super speed. Yeah. You know, do it like a go- matrix. Like you slow it down and you kind of tell. Yeah. 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 Or, do, you know, show one or two scenes or shots of what, it, what an average person's seeing, but then let us, the viewers see the real stuff, whatever. Right. Um, yep. But, but I mean, I'll just stick with the whole Jonathan Kent thing though. The whole time, He's he's talking about he's meant for something greater. He doesn't really get into what he thinks that something greater will be, except for the end when they show him they're standing in a Superman cape, but Superman doesn't exist in that world. So how does he know what the fuck him standing there in a red cape means? Mm. All right, so there's that. But he, but the whole fucking time that he's growing up, he's basically telling him to let kids die. Well, and now he didn't outright say that. Okay, I like, and that's the other thing. I actually like Kevin Costner as his dad. Oh, he's he was really good. Perfect, perfect casting. I yep. just don't like what they made him do. Yeah. He acted what they he did what they wanted him to do well. <laughs> you know, yeah. what they wanted him to do was misguided. It was the wrong choice. Well, I mean, like, listen. So you you have you know you well we have kids right. So right. you know your kids are going to be destined for great things, and sometimes you know that. They may not be destined for great things. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you know you may have may or not dud. Uh, sometimes they're disappointments. That's what, those are kids, right? I, I think Jonathan Kent really believes that his adopted son is really destined for something great. Like he just sees the potential, right? The the the, the power, and he may not know what that is. He may not know what that means. He may not know that. He may, I mean, he obviously doesn't know he, he's going to end up being, 
you know, uh, his, his son's going to be flying around in a unitard with a big red ass on his chest, you know, like that may not have all been what Kevin Costner thought (laughs) or John Kent thought when, when, you know, he made that statement, but he knew that, that he had the potential to do incredible things. So I, I get that. Like that was the, that was the fatherly thing that you tell your kid, like, Hey, yeah. You know, like, son, I, I, you know, I see you having trouble now. You're doing this, you're doing that. Or, but I see that, you know, it's like you're going to, you're going to get through all this and you're going to be past it and you're going to, you're going to be incredible. Just, just, you just find your way through it. And I think that that's what he was trying to tell him that like, look, this, this is whatever this oddity that you're dealing with now is going to, to go away. You're going to be better for it on the back end. Like that's just, that's just experience. That's, 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 uh, the same conversation, you know, you know, your kid is, you know, a super powered alien, but you're still your kid, right? So you're still going to have the same conversation because you're human. It's a conversation that you would have with anybody that you love. It's like, you're going to get through this. I have faith in you. And I think that's what he was trying to, to hand off was now granted, you know, you only got a snapshot of whatever conversations that he had of all the, you know, that character had with the other character. Again, I won't argue. There's some fights that you just can't. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to die on this hill. <laughs> with that, with that, like I said, I, I like the, the fact that they casted it, casted oh, how they, whatever. They yeah. hired Kevin Costner. <laughs> what are he, you trying to say? He talked good. <laughs> yeah, he he, he did the movie well. Yeah. Um, there's there's like two really good scenes with him, mm-hmm. and, and and why he's perfect for this. The scene where the bullies push uh, Clark down. Yeah. The, the dads are watching this, you know. Oh yeah. And, he saw and, it. And you, you can he didn't see show him he, watching it, but he saw. No, you see afterwards that he knew that because when the kid the kids yeah. realize dads are there, they know he saw the whole thing, mm-hmm. and I think you could tell. I can't remember Clark like bent something with his hand when he yeah, went to get up, like he, he was grabbed, mad, right? Yeah, he grabbed the like fence. The, right. That's a great scene because Clark held back. He listened to the way his dad, like he he basically ate shit, even yep. though he didn't have to. Oh, that's yeah. a good, yeah. but like that's a good like lesson for Clark to have. It, it kind of humbles him because he knows he can murder these kids in two seconds. Oh yeah. And and the fact that his dad has that conversation with him of like basically yeah I know you could have done that but what what good would that have done you know and he kind of made the point it wouldn't have made you feel better you know or whatever right. so that was a great father son moment teachable moment it yep. kind of it helps set up the character of Clark Kent being you know basically hey I'm gonna be more reserved whatever I like that I'll tell you another scene I really like and. It's the scene when he shows him the ship. Oh, and dude, I love that. I love that scene. You know, and he, and, and, he, and he tells him about it, and mm-hmm. and then Clark almost starts crying. He's like, can't we just pretend that I'm your son? And it, Kevin Costner plays that so perfect. He he tears up, and he's like, you are my son. Yeah. Like, this doesn't change anything. Right. You never weren't. And yep. that was like, that's such a good scene. Yep. And it, and it makes me like, I have to fight back tears, like watching that scene. Oh, it's a great, it's an incredible scene, man. It's a, it's an incredible moment in that movie. Yeah. It's it really so does, good. Yeah. yeah. This is why I get so mad about this movie because that's such a moving, good scene and well acted. Mm-hmm. And again, it sets up like, 
Jonathan Kent, like, I don't care that you're a visitor from a strange planet. You're my mm -hmm. son. Yep. And I'm going to teach you how to be a good person. Never mind how to handle these powers, how to handle life. Right. That's so good. Yep. And that's what makes me so mad because then in the next, like the next time you see him, okay, well, first I'll say, but like, as that kind of makes me like, like almost melancholy, cause it's kind of like a touching scene. Mm -hmm. The whole movie's that way. <laughs> like the whole movie's so yeah. melancholy. I yeah. want the uplifting part, you know, get to the uplifting part, get the part where they get to the hope. They don't, and they even try to like the music swells, but they never give you the real true hope. But anyways. But then, but then they have Kevin Costner. Now, I will admit, he doesn't say you should let kids die. He didn't say that in the movie. But when he's like, what was I supposed to do, let them die? And he was like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> because yeah. his, first and foremost, he's it's, there to protect his son, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what he's there to Trying do. to keep him I, out of trouble. Yeah. I get that. And, and, he's, and they played this up in Smallville a little bit. They were, the, the dad is scared that the government's going to come take him. Right. Before he's ready to fulfill whatever destiny he's there for. And that's another problem with the movie we were talking about. Like Jorel had a destiny for him. Uh, Jonathan thought there was a destiny for him, but the destiny really didn't go anywhere. But anyway, yeah, it kind of died on the vine. But it drives me so nuts because it's like, like Jonathan is supposed to instill some of these like values and the value of human life. Not, not just his mom, his dad. Right. And even the, the fact that he even questions to out loud to his son. It, I, I could have had that handled that scene. If he, he had those doubts, if his, if Martha was like defending him and when Clark wasn't there and said, you know, what was he supposed to do? Let him die. die? And then he go, I don't know, maybe like yeah. that could show the doubt that I I'm totally fine with that, but don't tell your son who's going to become yeah. the greatest superhero known to man. Oh, the like, greatest, the greatest hero of earth. <laughs> right. So, all right. So there's that anyways. Um, so that that drives me nuts. But then the I've, whole I've told you, man, I've told you for years that you and I probably sit down and come up with better script editing. Yeah, we, I trust me, we're not going to sit down and write a, a whole script, but we could have polished that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because listen, I, I wanted to, I wanted to see the character do well too. Um, yeah, I mean, I want good Superman movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it, I want. It's but you know well. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's a, that's a tangent. Well, yeah, but 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 I'll I'll say too, and then of course don't get me wrong that fucking tornado scene because they had it. They wanted Jonathan Kent to die. They want to teach him a lesson of of humility. But the thing is, where they killed his dad in the first movie, it was from a heart attack that he could not have prevented. There was nothing he could have done. Yeah. Uh, there was no doctor around. It was the fucking you know it was the fifties or sixties. You know, like yeah. he just was unable to to. To, to do anything. And that was a lesson he had to learn. In this case, first off, Jonathan's going back for a dog. I understand I have a dog. I would go back for my dog too. But at the same time, when there's all these other people, how do they just, I don't know. The whole thing about the dog kills me. I, I, maybe I'll just edit it out because if I say the dog should have died, people would fucking boycott our podcast for the rest of the life. <laughs> but the whole point is like, so Jonathan goes back for a dog. He doesn't go back for Martha. He doesn't go back for, you know, for anybody else. He goes back for the damn dog. Right. The dog, ends up getting out and living and being just fine. Superman could have ran and got the damn dog and nobody yeah. would have ever seen him. He was that fast, especially with all the chaos. Going. So that's, right. that's mistake. Number one. Then once his dad is injured, you know, you know, Clark could have, he's the problem is they show the distance between 
the bridge that they're under, which if I'm not mistaken, that's also a bad idea during a tornado, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, hiding underneath it. Yeah, it's... It, right, well, they always say don't do that. That was, the, that was the old thing that he used to tell us to do yeah, like, when we were kids, and they say that's a bad get idea out, now. Yeah, get out and climb underneath, I think. Yeah. No, they, yeah. They, well, anyways. Not stand on the street. <laughs> but, but they could have, you know... He could have, they showed the distance and Superman easily could have covered that and nobody would have fucking noticed, you know? And, and the thing is, it's not like he was saving a kid. It's not like he was, he's standing there and he's, and, and, and that's the problem is too. Like you said, he had the fight with, you're not my real dad. And that's just like, yeah, stepdad slash, uh, adoptive parent, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, shorthand one oh one, And then of course he died. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like the wrong lessons were learned from that. And I hate it so much. It, it, it's just <laughs> not what Superman could have saved him. And, yeah. and and even says like, I guess he tells Lois, like he could have, but he listened to his dad and blah, blah, blah. But again, they never really established like what his dad, his dad spent so much time in that movie waiting for him, trying to hide him and prevent him from doing heroics. You never understand why he started doing heroics once he became once once Jarrell told him his heritage. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. By the way, you're also super powered. Here's a suit. Go, yeah, go, go chase. No, I get it, man. It's um, and all your points are very valid, man. I, I, I don't know, man. I just maybe I look at it a little from a little bit wider perspective. Again, my my more. My bigger problems with the movie wasn't so much that it was more of like, uh, you know, knocking Zod through three or four buildings. Yeah, it, it, once or twice would have been okay. That was silly. You know, that, to me, that was just like, oh, yeah, I get it. You're powerful. Yeah. Um, you you don't have to make it cartoonish. Yeah, it, it was the first of like, like we already established CGI was a little wonky at times, but the fact that it was like, like you said, it's just. So ridiculous. Well, and and then here's the other problem. And I've I've had people who are not like comic fans or anything like this kind of tell me when we've discussed this movie, they don't like the 9-11 analogies or allegories or imagery is what I'm trying mm. to say. The 9-11 imagery of all of the people running, uh, you know, they're covered in soot. The soot overtakes them. People are trapped in the building. Yeah, that's, that's, listen, I, I get it. Like, you know, you might be sensitive. This is where I get to the whole depressing bullshit. It's like when you're making me think of one of the worst things that, like, in my lifetime dealt with in, in Superman movie where I'm supposed to feel good and root for the, for the good guy. Right. I this the whole thing, too, is this is also what drives me nuts. So Zod and all those guys are in Metropolis, where people are. Superman <laughs> flies to the other end of the Earth to destroy the the world devastator, whatever the fuck it's called. The world engine, yeah. Yeah, in the Indian Ocean on the other side of the Earth, so he could just deal with it himself. Meanwhile, right. they send the army into <laughs> to fight Zod and all those guys with the ship so that they could create the black hole or whatever the hell they were going to do, whatever super science was behind it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and Superman, of course, shows up and saves... Okay, uh, sorry. The more we talk about, the more I remember this, and more I start getting fucking pissed. Okay, <laughs> okay. So there's why is Superman over there? Send the army to go to hit the world engine <laughs> over, you know, in the Indian Ocean where it's not being defended. Let Superman take out the other guys. Okay, there's that. Not only that, then it made me think of when Superman was suddenly wearing the black costume and going into the school, you know, the singing. Oh, the dream, the dream right. sequence. What's up yeah. with the dream sequences? All these fucking movies, like 
the pseudo dream sequence slash time travel slash prediction think, in, in uh, Batman versus Superman. Like, what 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 is up with that? It's a, we want to get Superman in a black suit because we think it's cool, and and it doesn't make any sense though. There was no need for that. Well, go I, ahead. No, I so, still got thoughts. Yeah, no, no I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead and continue. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll. No, no, no. Counter, counter my point. <laughs> no, no, no. So I, so I get it. Um, I think the, well, some of it I think is not so much the black suit, but where the black suit came from. I think that was, uh, a nod to the comics. Um, when Superman actually died, uh, I think that was the whole point. I think that was. Uh, it was a cheap nod, but it was still a nod because it was black and silver. He had a cape. However, uh, Resurrection Superman didn't have a cape. Um, actually, also had, well, kind of in a weird way, had something to do with Zod in the movie franchise because Zod ended up becoming Doomsday. Sort of. Yeah, yeah in a weird way. Yeah. Um, again, man, some of these things, man, I'm not going to too much uh not that you have bad points i i just man of steel i saw what they were trying to do at the world that they were trying to build agree or disagree i i just i saw where they were trying to go with it uh, i don't think that every every shot hit the mark i enjoyed it for what it was um could it have been better absolutely um i really legitimately believe that if it would have been but it was it, to me. It wasn't like it wasn't like Alien Three, where it was just it was such a missed opportunity. That it's almost an abortion. It was all right. So we're gonna create something. We're gonna we're gonna try to create a universe. This one movie. We're gonna set the pace here. Um, was it the best way to do it? No. Um, but was it was it what it it could have been better. It absolutely could have been better. However. I don't think it was as bad as as well as what you as what you think. Well, as what you, it's <laughs> I, I mean, that's, I'm not like because brother, you know, I absolutely I absolutely respect your opinion on these things because I've I've come to you and I've asked questions like, hey, what do you think about this? Or you know, this one, this story here. What is this one good? Is this one bad? I, I just you and I for some reason we we we're at cross ends with these with these the DC movies and I <laughs> I and I I'm honestly giving man Marvel is really kicking the dog shit out of DC yeah I got it because they, they did a much better job that's I mean that's why I think I get so mad I get so mad about these because again you you're taking my one of my all time favorite characters who I love I was gonna say like I was not gonna watch Smallville right when it came out. Yeah, that was a weird one at first. Well, I'm like Dawson's Creek. Well, I'm not yeah. watching that shit, you know? Yeah. Too cool for that. I found out my dad was watching that. I said, I said, Dad, how are you watching this shit? He goes, it's Superman. I, I'm a Superman junkie. I, I've been a Superman junkie f since a kid. He watched, and I thought about that. I'm like, he was watching a Superboy cart sh TV show with me. Oh, I remember that. It wasn't good, but we watched it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> And so I'm like, you know, maybe there's something to it. And then I had a couple of buddies at work, like loan me the DVDs, the first two seasons. And I remember I burned through the first two seasons and I was like, this is actually a good show. And I quick ran out and got the third season, like at like midnight <laughs> at Walmart. Cause I had to know what happened to Clark and the gang. Yeah. 
that's where I'm coming from. I, 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 I have so many thoughts. I, I was going to circle back to something, but it, it's like, that's why I get so mad when the more I think about, like, I get so passionate. I mean, I'm mad. Passion is a better word because, you know, like I said, I also can see where they were going. It's just the problem that I, it's how they got there was, was not good. And where I know yeah. it's going to go, it's going to get worse. It's like, right. it's in every, and, and, and there's good stuff in each one of these movies, which is what also makes it worse. Zack Snyder did a much better job with Watchmen because it was more of a style of movie that he was, uh, he was just redoing the comic and he just yeah. stylized it. Yeah. But he's coming up with his own stuff as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's not as good. I, you know what? I was going to say, a lot of people say this. He's a great visual guy, mm-hmm. but he's not great with like other stuff. I agree with that. I mean, this is not a hot take or anything. This is just fucking what everybody says. It's almost better if he would have like been like the visual guy or did the see, you know, the special effects and all that. And then right. they could have had like a co, you know, director or whatever. What I was going to say though is, sorry, what was I going to say? I don't know what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, oh, I know what I was going to do. So this, all right, go ahead. I, I think this is a fairly new take on the whole Snyder thing is a lot of people like Mark, Mark Millar, the comic book artist, right. Or a uh, comic book writer. Right. He did, you know, kick ass. Yes. Yep. 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 Know, wanted. And he did civil war. Yes. A- among other things. I personally do not like a lot of Mark Millar stuff. It's mm. just but what I but, but people always talk about how cinematic he is and how like big picture he makes his comics are big budget action movies right you know? and I and I can see that and I agree with it some of it I like he's just one of those guys that just takes things a little too far I kind of feel like Snyder is the same way he's got a good idea takes it a little too far but doesn't hit the like the nuances just right Let's take for example I think Civil War the comic book is dog shit. I like the idea behind it. In execution, Marvel really did a bad job, and they should be ashamed of themselves. I'm just kidding. But um, it, <laughs> overall, it was it was not like the story was good, but the execution was not. Um, Civil War, the comic. Civil War, the comic. So when really? they announced Captain America: Civil War, I was like, really, they're going to do this? The I, comic wasn't that good. I liked it. The movie's great. <laughs> Well, that's is the thing. It, I, I, is it any big surprise? <laughs> well, right, right. Well, lots of people like it. I, I just don't. But I read everything. I mean, everything. And there was a lot of in- inconsistencies. But also, I don't like Mark Millar that much. So, like, right. when, the, when the Punisher was letting Captain America beat him up and he's still calling him sir, I'm like, this is just fucking dog shit. Um, you know, when, they ba- when basically they made Mr. Fantastic fucking Joseph Mengele, I'm like, Jesus Christ, Mr. Fantastic would not do this. You know, like, so I was just, <laughs> I hated it. But Civil War, the movie is awesome. They took the idea, the premise of Mark right. Millar's general idea. And, and removed all the other nonsense out of yeah, it. Yeah, and they, and, they, and they like narrowed it down, not narrowed it down, but they like melted it down into like a, a, a more perfect form. And I kind of feel like Snyder has got like the beginning of something that could be really, really good and epic. The problem is I think they tried to make it too epic and not make a fun movie or even a good movie. They tried to make it too serious. Like we're making the next Dark Knight because everybody wow. took Dark Knight so serious and it was Oscar worthy. We're going to be an Oscar worthy Superman. Right. So, so like I, you know, I get, I get so annoyed with that, but you know, like I said, like, I mean, 
I mean, just the fact that Superman and Lois Lane are making out for the first time when fucking 9-11 happened all around them. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, you miss. it's supposed to be a good moment of the two of them together, and it's fucking, they're literally, they're making out on top of those skulls that Superman just got sucked into that we talked about a few hours ago. But, yeah. but uh, instead of a dream sequence, it's real people. I mean, yeah. it's like, I'm like... I- I get your point. <laughs> it was like so frustrating. I'm like, it is like a Superman like, oh, meanwhile, the, the Kryptonians are still killing everybody and buildings are falling everywhere and people are trapped, but I'm going to take time to make out with Lois. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just, it, it just kills me. So you're right. I'll tell you what, <laughs> this started out as a, was a well, you damn right. I'm right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, this started out as a Batman Superman talk and we did no talking about that and went right to man of steel so nope you're absolutely right so well actually i think it was going to end up being batman oh yeah it was going to be batman superman maybe we can get together and have that conversation another time now that i think we've i mean i think we can just keep going back and forth on this damn movie you know well, well no we could and well not even be... back and forth but just round and round we're not even <laughs> we're just going in circles especially when you're like i agree with you i still like it <laughs> nope, you're you're right, man. There's there was, so so you didn't bring up any of the other. Was it like there was some 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 points that uh, some people that didn't like the movie about Superman is you know his fighting style or what have you. It was like like he didn't have an ex, uh, existing, but none of that was really brought up. Like most of what you brought was that I mean they're all very valid points. Uh, most of what I've got is a conscious attempt to ignore all that in favor of my favorite superhero. <laughs> well, I, I, you know what it is? I think that's, that I was going to say, like for you and I, we just have different, as, as good of friends as we are mm-hmm. and as much as stuff as we have in common, mm-hmm. we clearly have different personalities. I'm a little more high strung. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, uh, your brother, you, you're a purist. Uh, Cause there's, there's been some comic book stuff that I just was positive. You weren't going to like, and you ended up liking it quite a bit. Um, but for the most part, you're, you're, you're more of a purist. Like you, you treat, um, the, the written drawn page, comic book stuff as uh gospel. So this is to an extent. We, yeah. Yeah. To, yeah to a point. We didn't, we didn't saw, we went and saw the, uh, Batman Begins together, which we both enjoyed. Um, uh, we saw, we seen quite a few of these, but I don't remember if we saw Man of Steel together. I think we did. We may have. I think we um, did. And the thing is, it, that movie, I really liked it the first time we saw it. I mean, I probably had a little thoughts on it. You know, the, the obvious stuff like, oh, should he have killed, you know, whatever. But I'm like, I like a lot. Of, I mean, yeah, it's 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 the repeated watches of it where I'm like, and that's yeah. the problem is like, I'll, even a movie that I'm like not in love with, I, I'll give it several opportunities. Again, especially if there is stuff I like in the movie. So I'm like, okay, I can. I can at least enjoy these parts. And right. also it's my favorite character. Well, not like favorite, but one of my favorites. So I, you know, I have watched the movie and I will watch it again. Mm-hmm. But I think where, where I would say the difference between you, you and I is where you see the flaws and you ignore it in favor of this is my favorite character. I like Superman. I like the parts I like. I, I recognize the flaws, but I'm not going to let it bother me. It's not. Well, it's not even that. It's like, yep, they are flaws. It's like it's like any other thing in life. Like you, like you have an argument with somebody, or you do something, even though it may have worked out. Like when you get home and you're in the shower and you're like, shit, man, 
uh, I could have done it this way, or I could have done it that way, or this would have been better this way, even though it all worked out. Like, why did I have to go around the long way of doing something or the hard way of doing so? I could just could have done it this way. And it seemed so obvious then, but at the time, it it's just normal human thing. It's like the first thing that you put to mind and you do it and it worked and you move on, right? To me, that's that's how I kind of see some of this. It's not that it was completely flawed. It was, it is what it is. And it was just, it's world building. And because, because I think, again, this, this might be some, um, uh, you know, some covering for my favorite character, which you're absolutely right. But you see what they're trying to do and how it seemed to build on the next, what, three movies? Batman versus Superman and Justice League, where it was it was trying to lead somewhere, which was this is, you know, all of it led from Man of Steel, right? So, to me, it was it was not so much uh, a mistake. It was just what happened and what led to the next piece that led to the next piece that led to the next piece. So, uh, could have been done better, yeah, absolutely. But I don't. Yeah, most of to me, most of the, the 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 horrible stuff in this movie, and again, the tone. I get the tone, man. Uh, yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and I didn't I didn't really acknowledge that at first until you said, you know, how hopeful Superman was supposed to be, and I didn't. This movie seemed dour to me just from the idea that he did seem so hopeless for somebody that was so powerful, but I think that was part of it was him trying to find his place. I think if I, you know, okay, so a while back I, I read some articles back on Comic Alliances years ago and how they were talking about the people had a hard time with Batman um, letting Ra's al Ghul die on the mm. train and not saving him because that they were likening that to murder, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman wouldn't have done that. But, of course, in the movie they're like, uh, he goes, ah, I don't have, I don't, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. Right. And some people had a problem with that. But then when you flash forward to Dark Knight, then they were saying, well, you know what? you got to watch those two movies together because he isn't truly the Batman we know until we, um, you know, until the basically the end of the Dark Knight. That's right. Now he's Batman. He's the Batman. He had to learn basically when he saves the Joker and doesn't kill him. He could have let him right. drop and he saves him. Yep. It's because he wasn't fully that Batman yet. So yeah, and he was completely, he was in, in Bruce Wayne was completely willing to shoot the gangster. You know, like he had a gun. He, he was yeah. all, he may so, not have done it, but he was set to do it. It wasn't as, as, as steady against it as he ended up being later on. So, so when you, you know, when you view the two movies together, that's even a greater arc, you know? And, and so that kind of the, the second movie, um, kind of reflects on the first movie as far as when you re- now when you view that first one you go oh yeah that's not so bad because he's going to learn his lesson in the next one yep if they had done something like that with man of steel where man of steel it's the batman begins he's just he's not superman yet you know like you said yeah. he's only been superman for like three days when, <laughs> when he has to fight zod and he actually kills him at the end i can get past that i didn't like it but i could get past that the problem is they they panicked when Man of Steel didn't do as much money as they wanted it to, yeah. and or at least get the same kind of a acclaim as the other movies. And then Marvel was already in high gear by that by that point, and they were like, "Uh oh, 
So instead of just doing Man of Steel 2 like they were supposed to do, they went ahead and did Batman versus Superman, which if you notice, Batman went first. And it seemed to be more of a Batman movie than an actual Superman movie. Yeah. And they just kind of put Superman's character by the wayside and he and then they fucking killed him. So like he didn't if they had done the Dark Knight type thing where he was like, look, now I'm truly the Superman. I could get past a lot of that shit from the first one. They didn't do that. They panicked. They made a, a rushed team up movie. Yeah. But we'll talk about we'll talk about that on another podcast. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because yeah. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to do that because that's Batman vs Superman, and then we got to do Justice League. Yeah. Like we'll do a trilogy of these together because at this point we've talked quite a bit. Yeah, we got about an hour so far into this, yeah. don't we? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So I think I think we can uh, put the nice folks out of their misery. <laughs> And wrap up this conversation. As oh, it's, yeah. it's honestly one we've had multiple times. We just yeah, the the females of the audience have just turned. They're like, ugh, <laughs> how do they ever make children? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's a it's a surprise to us too. Yep. Oh well. Well, you know, Perry, thanks for joining for me on this uh, coronavirus quarantine lock-in special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where we discuss our favorite... <coughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Social distancing via podcasting. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're... Where you are and where I am, it's just still too close. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're worlds apart when it comes to our opinion of Man of Steel. Look up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your ass. Stop recording. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Bye.